Welcome to the Directors Club podcast, the podcast that helps you learn the business skills you need as a child care center director to build enrollment, retain your best teachers, and get your center operating just how you want it. I'm Noelle Dentino. I'm a fellow child care center owner and active director with my sister Sarah. We operate a successful child care center in Massachusetts. By merging my background in business with Sarah's background in early education, we found the perfect recipe for a successful center. The Directors Club podcast will provide you with simple business tips to help you get things done at your child care center. Episode number 14, Making Policies Stick. Hi, my friend. It's Noelle from the Directors Club. One of the biggest questions that I get is how to get teachers to follow policies or follow them consistently. I have five steps that I put in place with all policies that will increase the consistency of the policy being followed. It's not gonna solve the problem. I did not create a miracle process. We're still gonna have to deal with some inconsistencies, but for the most part, you can get them back on track. I also like to mention how important I think consistency is and that addressing that is so important. Let's just say one of the policies that you want followed could make or break a chaotic pickup process. If the teachers don't follow the policy, the parents will continue to pick up in a chaotic room. Teachers could remain stressed out at the end of the day. And families could leave because it's too much. Or they talk at parties, they wonder if the rest of the day at your child care center is like that. As a director, if a policy needs to be implemented to reduce a chaotic pickup, and when the team does it consistently, you get a great end of the day, right? And if Think about this, though. If the Department of Early Education comes out with a new policy, this clearly triggers us to create a procedure to follow this new policy that we have. And then when we have an inspection, they're going to come in and they're looking to see, how are you doing at this policy? And we don't want them to come in and record on our license that we're struggling with simple policies. You don't want that. There are five steps that I use to um, imp- to start and implement a policy at my child care center. Well, the first one is clear direction. What does it look like when I announce a policy? Is it something small where I could walk around and say it? That works, but that's telephone. And that's, I say to you, please make sure at the end of the day that you're clearing all of the tops of the cabinets off. I want nothing on them. See, that's the rule. And then I say that to you. You go talk to somebody and say, oh, Noelle came around and she said that she does not want anything on the tops of the cabinets at the end of the day. And the girl says to you, well, what do you, oh, all right, usually I leave this box out and then I leave all the cups for the morning and then I do this. Oh, yeah, if you're going to use them for the morning, go ahead. And then she tells her aide, oh, at the end of the day, they want us to clean the counters off, but you can leave all this stuff here. And now your direction is not being followed. So simple thing we do is we type up the policy 
and we just even if it's so simple oh at the end of the day please make sure all of the tops of the shelves are cleaned off of any extra items so the only thing that can be left out are like sign-in sheets or whatever and then let people know if this policy is not going to work in your classroom come see me that way you can have that conversation and clarify what you're wanting we type it up onto a piece of paper with our logo on it and then we give it to every classroom and the leader in every classroom is responsible to review that policy if needed with anyone that works in her room and any extra teachers that are in her room like any floats we assign to the binder and we say oh in preschool one Chrissy floats in here quite a bit so you're responsible to tell any co-teacher you have and Chrissy and we keep that updated and so the everyone signs off that they saw it and it goes in the binder anytime you have the teachers have questions on policies they can go back to that classroom we call it the office communication binder you can also create a poster if it's something that you want to hang up in the classroom you could create a checklist and hang it up in the classroom as well that's first one clear direction how are you going to communicate this to them where everyone's going to get the same message and not the telephone game the second step is orientation you might put this policy out about the cabinets and I don't even know why I picked that <laughs> um, about the cabinets and now you're hiring three new people or one new person and you want everyone to know the same thing what we do during orientation is if the policy needed to be added to orientation we add it if not then one of the things on their orientation is they're going to um, come into the classroom when they do orientation and they're going to be shown the binder and then they're going to go through it and just look at what the different variety of communication has been and that kind of gets them up to speed what with what's been going on and clearly if it's like this giant binder and there's not enough only pick certain dates uh, the third thing that you're going to do is reward and recognize i don't know you're closing the center and one of the classrooms just looks awesome. You take a picture of it, post it on Facebook, and say, this classroom looks amazing. Miss Jen does a phenomenal job in classroom management and keeping her classroom organized and building relationships with her team. Just recognize her. Or leave them a note. Grab a piece of paper and a crayon or a pen and leave them a note where they're going to find it in the morning and say, really appreciate you guys following the policy about keeping the classroom shelving clear. It looks so organized and welcoming for when the families come in the morning. I appreciate that. And leave them a note. You want to tie that recognition and the reward to them. It doesn't have to be money reward, but it means a lot when someone says something to you imagine if the next morning you walk in and you said to the girls in the room or just to one of them same thing hey Jen you didn't I love how you left your room last night I really appreciate you making the effort to do that it's so warm and welcoming when you come in in the morning and it looks so organized and sometimes like a chaotic room is going to be chaotic for the parents and we don't want that and call her out in front of her peers or in front of a parent and recognize her then that feels good when you get recognized and people appreciate the fourth thing is mentorship some people are going to need mentorship you're going to have a classroom that's not going to get that done I would 
meet with them one-on-one and say we put a policy out two weeks ago that we're cleaning the shelves off you still aren't doing it what's going on and then they could say something that oh at the end of every day my aid is pulled out the last half hour I don't have time to do this and then we're not allowed to stay overtime and all of a sudden it turns into a procedure issue where you could easily fix it you could say okay all right, we're not going to pull the extra out till this point, or you could adjust the schedule. There's so many different things that you could do, as we know, to adjust that. Think about just that conversation also. That is a moment when you are seeing something not going well. Find out that maybe the room is chaotic and then she can't get to the stuff. And maybe she's like thinking about leaving because she's so stressed out and she feels like all this stuff's dumped at her at the end of the day and she's not following all this. You could alleviate that situation before it even turned into her leaving you. You could, this is like one of the key areas as leaders, we have to make sure that we're really mentoring our team. Now, believe me, I'm not blind. There are going to be teachers (laughs) that just aren't going to do it because I don't feel like it. And yeah, you have to deal with that too has to be documented maybe they need a mentor maybe they need to leave and the last thing the step five is you my friend you need to be consistent you cannot see it an issue like I'm just we're going to keep using the shelving issue someone that you really like in a classroom or someone you're afraid to confront in a classroom and that doesn't get addressed that they're not following it but then you're all over everybody else or you say it sometimes and you don't say it others it has to be consistent and I will tell you that we just finished um, hiring as you 14 new teachers and we interviewed so many people and the biggest thing I'm not even kidding you when I tell you the biggest reason why they're leaving the jobs that they're at is because the director doesn't care they're like she doesn't care she doesn't my room has to be this way and that one doesn't or she never confronts the bully there's always a bully somewhere on a team and and while I know that you want to confront it or maybe you're afraid to confront it things need to be addressed and needs to be consistent because it does affect retention it does affect retention So just make sure that when you roll out policies, that you really think about your process, like in how it's gonna work in the classroom. Ask for feedback. Show them that you're open to open communication about policies being implemented and you get the last say. So they might not like it, but they have to follow it. And just be consistent, really be consistent. So if we go back and review, you have a new policy, give clear direction, consider putting it in writing and creating a classroom binder, office communication binder with all the policy updates. Step two is adding it to orientation or considering having the person in orientation read one of those binders in the classroom that they are going to be in. The third thing is to reward and recognize when those are following it. The fourth is to mentor anyone that needs a little bit of help and then fifth is you being consistent following through with all the things so i hope that you learned something today and i hope that when you apply it your center starts operating even more 
how you want it. And if you have a second, if you wouldn't mind rating the podcast, I would appreciate it. Let's me know how we're doing. Uh, also, if you want to add a comment of a topic you'd like to hear, or if you like the topics we're doing, we'll just keep doing these. I have so many podcasts. <laughs> So many trainings I've done throughout the years. I've been doing this since 2014 and I have a lot of trainings, a lot. If you want to connect with me, head over to the directorsclub.net. Uh, you can get on any, I have so many downloads on there um, in my blogs or right on the front page. There's a download that you can download and get on my list so that we can communicate. I will send you emails every time the podcast comes out. And I always send out little nuggets of information every week that I think you might like. So thanks again for listening and have an awesome day. Bye everybody. Are you struggling to find qualified teachers for your child care center? Or do you worry that current teachers might leave you? This message is for you then. As a fellow child care center director, I know the stresses. Everyone's working longer hours. You're in the classroom more than the office. And COVID has changed a few things. And we all know we need to find help, and we just can't do it. My name's Noelle Dentino, and I have the retention recipe that you need. My digital course teaches best hiring and retention practices that anyone can implement. Learn to create the perfect job ad, market it, properly interview candidates, onboard them with success, and best of all, keep them on your team for years to come. My center in Massachusetts is proof. 75% of my team have been together for more than nine years. Employee survey results have never been higher. And other directors in my area contact me to see if I have any candidates that I can't hire. The retention recipe works. Stop stressing and find your next great teacher. Go to theretentionrecipe.com and you can put your job ad up now. Mention coupon code PODCAST100 and get $100 off the digital course. I can't wait to help you hire your next great teacher.